1: Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith.
0: Ready, baby cakes? You ready? I don't I I was born ready.
1: You were. You were. I, was, I came out like, ready.
0: I'm ready to have a podcast, bitches.
1: Hashtag ready. <laughs>
0: hey guys, welcome to the show. And I hope that you are preparing for an awesome Thanksgiving coming up this week if you're in the U.S. I know we have a lot of people outside of the U.S. So you're like, what? foreigners?
1: Fur- a lot of foreigners. Oh,
0: God. <laughs> White people be like, if you're a foreigner. Uh, (laughs) so whether you have, whether you're in the U.S. and you're gearing up for Thanksgiving or if you're not and you have other holiday events coming up soon, I'm hoping that this podcast will be really helpful for you to keep a little bit of sanity around this crazy chaotic time. So today our topic is going to be all about gearing up for a peaceful holiday, even if your family is crazy, (laughs) even if they are fucking cray. Cray cray. So what do you do? How do you handle yourself? How do you prepare so you don't lose your shit with your family over the holidays? So I've been, I actually taught a a class. I had a, you guys may remember, I was promoting a holiday workshop and support group all around this particular topic. And we've been having such a blast and doing challenges. And so I thought it might be a good idea just to give you a little peppering of what what we've been digging deep into in this class just so that you can kind of gear up and and prepare for dealing with some some very oppositional and critical events that might be happening in your life.
1: That's very good. I think that's poignant.
0: Absolutely. So, we are we're doing a couple of new things here on the pod, and one of the things that we introduced last week on the pod was this idea that comes from Mr. Smith's very humble youth. Yes. Uh, called cold pricklies or warm fuzzies. Yes. And so it's our kind of version of Stephen Colbert's tip of the hat, wag of the finger. So mm-hmm. we, when somebody does something that we're not so pleased with, they're going to get
1: a, a cold prickly.
0: A cold prickly, which you'll hear this sound. <laughs> And if you are and if we we decide that they did something amazing, we're going to give them a warm fuzzy. Warm fuzzies. Which will be followed by this sound. Yay!
1: <laughs> I really like that cold prickly one. <laughs> this
0: is so funny. That's like so this is like we just find this so fucking hilarious. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. So we're We doing, don't really
1: care about what you guys We're doing think. this, this primarily for us. for us. Yeah, this is for us.
0: <laughs> so what we thought would be good, we haven't done it for a while, is read off one of the amazing iTunes reviews that you guys have left us and give this person a major warm fuzzy.
1: And it would sound something like... Yay! <laughs> yeah, like that.
0: So... This particular iTunes review, we were a little bit like, oh, my God, I can't even right now because the person who wrote it, their handle is Zed's Dead Baby. Whose motorcycle is this? It's a chopper, baby. Whose chopper is this? Zed's. Who's Zed? Zed's Dead, baby. Zed's Dead. I love it. It's a great reference. So if you, oh, my gosh, I was like, we have to read this one because, first of all, Zed's dead, baby. Zed's dead. Yes. Yes. So (laughs) this person says, definitely not your mom's self-help guru. Unless your mom is really, really cool. Amy <laughs> E. Smith, and thank you for putting the E in there. I appreciate it. Is witty, fun, inspiring, and always on point. Episodes drop every Monday, and it's always something new and fresh. Do your badass self a favor and subscribe to this one. Nice. So thank you, uh, Zed Dead, baby. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> you get a serious, serious warm fuzzy. Yay!
1: not a motorcycle baby it's a chopper <laughs> great movie
0: so uh if you would like to leave an itunes review uh we would be so so appreciative if you go to the show notes page for this particular episode which is the joy slash 178 you can find out how to submit an itunes review there's like a list of steps so that it hopefully will be fa- fairly easy for you and while you're there, you can also pick up my free workbook, which is called Stand Up for Yourself Without Being a Dick. And it's it's a pretty comprehensive workbook as well as audio book for those of you who prefer to listen. And it gives you nine different challenges to help really cultivate your self-love and self-confidence. So if you haven't grabbed that freebie, be sure to do that as well. And again, all of that you can find on the show notes page. And for those of you who do leave us iTunes reviews, we can't thank you enough because what what that does in iTunes is it gives us more of a favorable rating so it shows the show to more people. Like it shows up for them more. So the more reviews we get, the more we can kind of spread this word and get more kind of publicity. So it means a lot to us. And I will say we've gotten quite a few iTunes reviews, which is amazing. But compared to the thousands and thousands and thousands of downloads we get. I know. It's like. It's pretty incredible. Some of you guys might need to start leaving a review (laughs) because I see you. I see how many people are downloading. I see you. So if you get benefit from the show, please leave a review. It's really helpful for us. So before we jump in, why don't we toss you the mic for a minute?
1: Ah, yes. The good old... Would you rather... So, would you rather... I'm going to go dark today.
0: Uh Uh-oh. Macaw. I'm going
1: to go dark. Yeah. I'm going to get a little dark on you. All right. Would you rather die driving your car off of a cliff... Jesus. Or by a stampede of buffalo
0: dead air. That was dead air. I, I told you I was going to get was, dark. That was dead air. He doesn't brief me these unless he thinks they're going to be con- controversial and then I'm like, "No, you can't. You can't <laughs> do that one." So I didn't know this one. Um a stampede of buffalo. I yeah. just feel like would you that, rather
1: get trampled or drive off a
0: cliff. I think I would choose the cliff just because a stampede of buffalo, like I could see that being like internal bleeding and, you know, like a long time before you actually died.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it'd be a little more painful and drawn out. Where the car ride, you're like, your stomach is left way behind you, but right. you die like that.
0: You die probably instantly, but there's that that little brief moment of time where it's misery. because Unless you're like...
1: it's not a very far cliff. <laughs> and then you're just laying down there bleeding and suffering well, let's, for a long let's time. Well,
0: assume, let's assume that it was a really, let's like a Grand Canyon situation. Okay. Like a cliff cliff. All right. Like well, it, in that
1: case, then we have to say, okay, if the cliff is that long, then you get hoofed in the head. like you're you're not left for dead for a long time. Okay, like you just get trampled quickly. So either way is a pretty quick death.:
0: Well, if that's the case, then I might go for the trampling because because if you're in the car, what I think about is the duration of time when you're falling, yeah, like how shitty yeah. that part is.
1: Yeah, it's like Wiley e. Coyote <laughs> yeah
0: yeah like Acme <laughs> 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 this is why I keep you around this is why I keep you around right here oh my god so if you want to let us know what you would rather cruise over to Insta where I hang out primarily on social media and you can find me at the joy junkie and let me know what you would rather I always like hearing from you guys Awesome. So, let's jump into this week's episode. So, let's talk about how to not lose your shit with your family. Holiday edition. So, obviously, this is a huge issue during this time of year. And I think it's kind of this hybrid of getting really excited and having a great holiday paired with anxiousness, anxiety, and Holy shit, what is my family going to bring up pester me about during this family meeting, yeah, right? For so sure. we have like these two opposing forces where it's like so good to see them, yet I still have to establish boundaries or yet you still make me really uncomfortable. So I thought this would be a perfect topic to have us lean more heavily on the actual enjoyment side of it. Sure. Because I think there's a lot of stuff that happens from Overbearing family or intrusive people that you might be hanging around with that we actually have a lot of power with. We just forget that, or no Mm -hmm. one ever tells you that. So you just kind of think you have to deal with it or bear with them or whatever instead of actually finding some personal power. So, of course, I'm going to lean towards that. So, the first item of business is going to be to gear up. Now, this is really about not being taken by surprise. So you guys can probably relate to something like this where you're hanging out with your family or you're hanging out with your mom or your sister and they just ask you something all of a sudden that's kind of rude or kind of intrusive and you're taken off guard. Mm -hmm. And so you're kind of like... "Uh, uh, uh," And so you just kind of respond with whatever or you feel guilty or you feel these things that family tends to inflict like guilt and fear and panic and anxiety. Yes, they do. And you just you just become reactive instead of really thinking through how you want to show up in those situations. So it can be really challenging if you're taken off guard. So your first point, your first tip around this is to gear up if you know you're going to be around people who tend to do this kind of shit, right? So instead of just having this perspective of, well, here we go, we'll see what, see what happens today, to actually be really conscious have of some preparation. Yeah, here's what is likely to happen. Mm-hmm. So under this whole gearing up concept, gearing up is just about preparing. Like, if you had a doctor's appointment, instead of just waltzing into the doctor's appointment, actually preparing, like, here's the list of questions I have for my doctor. Here's what I need to know about if I can eat. Can I eat this food or eat that food? Or here's what I need to know about my recovery process. And you go in prepared so that when you talk to your doctor, you're, like, ready to go. So it's the same situation for dealing with something that causes anxiety, like your family, right? Mm -hmm. So under the gearing up, the first thing that you want to do is look at highly probable situations or circumstances. Is it highly probable that your brother is going to ask you for money? Is it highly likely that your uncle is going to give you shit for not having kids? Is it really, uh, is it highly likely that your mom is going to really pester you about what you're doing in your career? Or why you're not married. Or is there like kind of like these go-to habits, things that you know are very likely your parents are going to bring up, your brother's going to bring up, your sister, your sister-in-law, brother-in-law, whatever.
1: Right. Right? might not even be something that they're uh, trying to do on purpose. Of course not. Right? I mean, maybe they do. I don't know. But it just seems like it's just conversation pieces that trigger
0: Oh, yeah. You know? Most of the – so, yeah. Great point, babe, because guess what? If you've never told your mom how it feels for you every time she asks you why you're not married,
1: Mm -hmm. or
0: if you've never established a boundary with your brother on why he needs to stop asking you for money, guess what? There's no reason for them to stop doing it.
1: right teach people how to treat you.
0: You teach people how to treat you and you do it largely through what you tolerate. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not really a matter of what you say, don't say. It's a matter of typically what you're tolerating oh, all yeah. the time, accepting it. If you just accept your mom badgering you about your job or your dad giving you, you know, pressure about preparing for your future or whatever it might be. Right. And you've never said anything? That's their go-to conversation starters. Right. That's, they have no reason to think that that is landing poorly if you've never said anything about it.
1: I mean, you might think, oh, they're just handing me a big bag of shit. Right. But they're like, oh, well, this is just something that I do during the holidays. This is I, something that I bring up. This so is I'm going to say, yeah. I don't know what else to say. So I'm going to ask her why she's
0: not married yet. Right. Yeah. So they might be. So here's the thing. Let me just preface this too. If there is a history. Of combative family relationships, mm-hmm. you will most likely, and I'm totally guilty of this too, whatever my mom says, I'm already irritated. Right. Because yeah. I'm looking at it through a lens of anger, irritability, past shit, me making so up true. stories about where we're divided, how we're opposites. So I'm already like trying to gather evidence to support why so and so is irritating or shitty or always badgering me or you know so you really want to watch that too are how much of this is just you anticipating or making up a story about what they're saying cuz they might actually be saying something that's genuinely concerned yeah. or genuinely kind so That's why this gearing up process is really, really important to actually look at what is really happening because we tend to be reactive. So we just get into these circumstances and then we typically blow up because we've spent so much time not speaking up, not talking about how we feel. And then one button gets pressed unbeknownst to your poor family member because you've never said anything. And then you explode and they're like, what the fuck is in her drink? Right? Or isn't. Or isn't. Or up her (laughs) ass. Right. So the second piece under gearing up is to really be deliberate about who do I have to be, what do I need to do, and what do I need to say in order to be proud of the person that I am. Yeah. So this gets you connected back to you. So if mom says something about this, if brother asks me about money, if somebody says something about why don't you guys have kids yet, when, you know, whatever, how do you want to behave?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Even if that person makes you totally wrong, thinks your decisions are really poor, wants to give you shit about stuff, no matter. or if they think it's amazing, no matter what that other person thinks, how do you want to conduct yourself? So I'll give you an example. I was around um, some family quite a while ago and they started making fun. I think I, I actually brought this up on a, a pod before, but they started, they made some joke about Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, yeah. And I, I was kind of doing something else and wasn't really, it was between two other family members. So it wasn't like somebody was directly talking to me and, so anyway, I mulled that over and thought about it later, and I thought, okay, I wish I would have stood up and said something in that moment. Like, I actually really don't find that funny. I find that really offensive. Um, I I would really appreciate it if you have thoughts about the transgender community to not discuss them in front of me because we share extremely polarized views. Like, I, in retrospect, I really wish I would have said something. So now... Why? Um, Because I think that through your silence, sometimes you become in agreement.
1: But it wasn't even a conversation you were in.
0: It was one of those, like, I was obvious, I could obviously hear, Uh but it was something I should have stood up for. Okay.
1: Okay. All right.
0: It's one of those things that I, and this might be really helpful for you guys to hear too, is sometimes you have to declare a do-over. Sometimes you have to go, next time that happens, mm. I'm not going to let it slide.
1: Well, it, I think there's a lot of people out there going, why wouldn't I just let that slide? Why would I create an issue? Like maybe it's the better person that just leaves that alone and doesn't create an issue out of it. Like is it more important for you to stand up for the rights of the transgender community and to have your views... Mm-hmm. Uh, looked at uh, or or respected, yeah. Or is it better to not start shit with your family?
0: Yeah, that's a great that's a great question because I think it's a different answer each time.
1: Right. What? That's an easy answer though. Like,
0: honestly. Um, honestly, for how I feel about the matter is, I think one of the reasons why your mom doesn't know that it pisses you off that you be asked about kids or your brother still asks you for money is because you have spent a most of your life fucking silent. Mm, not I ro- see. Not rocking that the boat. That makes sense. That makes sense. Not rocking the boat. Oh, I want to take the easy way out. Oh, I don't want to start any conflict. Mm-hmm. What happens when you operate under this guise of not starting conflict that's basically saying, I'm going to allow anyone and everyone around me to say asinine comments and because I don't want to fight, I'm just going to let them think that I believe the same thing.
1: I got gotcha. you. That makes sense. And that's
0: not in integrity to me. Got it. So I think that there are times when it really isn't worth the fight. I think those moments are few and far between. Got it. Because I think if somebody is going to bring up something that's polarizing, you better fucking be ready for somebody to not agree with you. Mm-hmm. And... If you listen to this podcast, you obviously know that you can disagree with somebody with kindness. Sure. So if you are going to bring up something like that, I have just as much right. Like you don't just get to... The random people don't just get to talk about however they want about abortion or politics and I just have to not rock the boat in the corner and be quiet. No, yeah. no, 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 no. That feels like through my silence... I'm allowing them to think that I believe what they believe. And that does not feel good to me. Got it. I think that's out of integrity.
1: That makes that makes sense. So I'm glad we got that cleared up.
0: Do you have to pick a fight around every corner? No. But it's not always the most noble thing to go, I'm going to take the peaceful avenue. Sure. It really isn't.
1: Yeah. Got it.
0: And like I said, in those situations... Looking back, I'm like, I wish what I would have said is, Hey guys, I'd really appreciate it if you wouldn't talk about that in front of me. Right. Like, you're free to have whatever feelings you want. I don't want to get into a heated argument with you about trans. Like, that's not what I'm trying to do. What I'm trying to tell you is, I don't want to be present if that's how you're going to talk. That's what I'm saying. Got it. And that's totally reasonable. Sure. You know, I agree. so that's why I think you have to look at, you know, if, if you're going to be around family who, for, this is something that I had to gear up for, who is going to expect you to pray at dinner and you don't believe in that, like that's mm. definitely something, you know, you have to kind of decide. That's that's something for me that my perspective on prayer is I will abide by whatever in somebody else's household because I feel like it's a respect of their household. Absolutely. But if you're in my household, we're not going to stop and pray. We have our own set of traditions and how we honor spirit. So, I that's how that's my boundary. That's something that I uphold. So, but I will not go to church with somebody. I won't, you know, be guilted into shit I don't believe in because I think there's a way to politely decline that stuff. Right. So, anyway, when you gear up, you really want to look at What will make you proud of you? Also, along the lines of what you brought up, I would not be proud of myself if I got into this heated fight with somebody about trans issues or gay rights or abortion or some shit like that. I'll be proud of myself if I just give voice to something's offensive to me and I don't want to partake. I'll be proud of myself if I handle myself with grace and kindness, like I'm always talking about. Got it.
1: That's fair. Yeah.
0: So... Does that kind of answer your question?
1: Absolutely. Hopefully it resonates with the audience too, you know because I, I think it's hard to it, it's, um, I think it's challenging totally to get to say something like that and not have it become offensive or to not have it become an argument. Right. right?
0: Well, that's people, especially if they're not used to you doing that.
1: They'd be like, whoa.
0: And my perspective is like, don't do dumb shit. Don't say dumb shit in front of me <laughs> to make right. me have to stand up for myself. Right. It's like that, that analogy that I've used a ton of times. Like, it's like a coworker stealing or embezzling money in front of you and then telling you, don't you fucking ruin this for me. It's like, mm. well, don't do sketchy shit in front of me then. <laughs> right, right. Don't put me in an awkward-ass situation. Don't make fun of the trans community when you fucking know that I'm a super, super diehard liberal
1: Right, that's fair. Yeah, like
0: Absolutely. why do I have to be quiet to right, not I, wrap the boat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? No, it's not. It's not. That's not how any of this works. <laughs> that's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. <laughs> <laughs> like no. So, it might be new for your family. Um, I had a situation like this. It was actually not directly with family but it was with a theater community I was a part of and one of the kids was showing pictures of a um like a mentally handicapped a
1: disabled person disabled something. person mm-hmm.
0: and it was like a meme that was making fun of them and this guy was kind of walking around showing this meme to everybody and like ha ha joke 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 and some people were like you know visibly uncomfortable by it and I'm like well if you're gonna do that then I'm gonna just tell you that I'm uncomfortable by that so instead of through my silence, allowing him to think that I found that funny, I said, oh, I'd appreciate it if you didn't show me that I actually don't find that funny.
1: How did you take that?
0: He was like, oh, okay. And he went, left and went, and it doesn't matter how he took it. I stood no, up. No, I know. Me. I was just curious. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, we're always so afraid of the backlash, we're always so afraid of what might happen. Guess what? You don't have to engage. In any conversation, you don't want to engage in. That's true. So let's take that trans thing. That's trans example. If if I would have said, "Hey guys, I just really appreciate it if you don't make those sort of comments around me. I, f- I find that really offensive." And you know, I definitely won't make comments about you know your beliefs in front of you. And I would expect the same in return. I would appreciate that respect. If they then wanted to launch into, like, well, why do you feel that way? Well, wait a minute. Are you telling me you think trans is, is something that people are born with and blah, 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 and they want to get into it? I'm not obligated to explain my position, to fight with somebody who has polarized beliefs than me. I don't have to engage in any conversation. I don't want to. So I can simply say, you know what? I just, I'm not really comfortable going into that right now clearly you have your own opinions and your own thoughts and I just don't see any good coming from us being discussing this if it's if it's a family member who really truly can have an awesome conversation about something like that like a rich conversation sure absolutely but if I know it's one of my family members who just wants to fight oh no no no, I'm not sorry I I got this pie over here (laughs) that I need to eat I would much rather be involved (laughs) with that than get into some sort of fight with uh, with a family member. Gotcha. So that was actually one of my points. One of my other points which I think kind of segues nicely is you don't have to participate in any conversation. I had a situation with my brother once where he was trying to get he was getting all worked up about gun rights and all worked up about all this stuff and I was like I'm not discussing this with you. You know I'm not I'm not going to get in a conversation with you about this and he kept going and going and going and I'm like I'm not discussing this and I walked away and I kept walking away like sometimes you just have to shut the door yeah I'm not discussing that so same thing if somebody is asks you something that's really uncomfortable like when are you guys gonna have kids and they have no idea that you have infertility issues right right Let's say, let's say it's been you've spent tons of money trying to get pregnant. You've spent many sleepless nights. You've been fighting because both of you want kids and it's, uh, you know, uprooting your relationship and all these things. And they have no idea and it's hugely triggering for you. Yeah. And you're like, oh my gosh, that's the last thing I want to do. But then, then all these stupid, obligatory social niceties come out and you're like, um, well we're trying this and you think you have to entertain the conversation yeah you don't you can say you know what things have been really challenging thank you so much for asking but it's not something I really want to get into right now I really hope you can understand that it has nothing to do with you yeah
1: and that's saying it with grace and kindness
0: exactly but don't get it twisted if there's something you don't want to get involved in a conversation you don't want to have you don't have to And just because you stand up for yourself does not mean that it now opens up an entire conversation. You can just simply say, I find that really offensive. I'd appreciate it if you don't say that. Or, you know what, I really don't want to discuss that at the moment. I know you're really well-meaning. I'm having some challenges and I've just decided not to speak about that. Or I'm not in the position quite yet to debrief it as much as I'd like. Whatever. Whatever, yeah. Right? Like I can tell you a million and one ways to say it. But I think one of the nicest things you can do, one of the best ways to kind of broach that whole grace and kindness avenue is to thank them. Like, oh, thank you for asking. Yeah. You know, like, oh, you're sweet to ask. Yeah. You know, if they're like. they weren't trying to hurt you. Most of the time they just don't know what to fucking say. And it happens to be our trigger. So true. Like I used to get hugely combative and triggered about why don't you guys have kids yet. And I wanted to launch into this diatribe about why we're not having kids and why most people shouldn't have kids. And And now I'm just like, oh, you know, we've decided not to have them. And if they get pushy with me, I'm like, that's actually something I'm not up for discussing with people other than my close friends or, you know, my husband you just shut that fucking door. You do not. Shut the front door. You don't have to. Engage in that. Anyway. <laughs> all right. So, number one, gear up. Number two, know that you do not have to get into a conversation you don't want to. Same thing with, like, things that are really touchy, like miscarriage, divorce, schools, job. Like, all sorts of stuff that you might be really sensitive about. That's also part of the gearing up is knowing, dude, when my mom does this, it triggers the fuck out of me. I get so irritated. How do I want to address this? How do I want to behave so that I'm proud of me?
1: A part that- of your prep work is getting your mindset in a place of either not being argumentative or not being taken, not taking things offensively or kind of like get your mind right. Yeah. Right? I had that happen to me when I was going over to uh, help clean up my dad's place and my Mm. One of my relatives, who's a pain in the ass, was coming over, and I had to go, all right, I'm not going to argue with this person. I know they're ready to pick a fight. Mm-hmm. I need to just make sure that my head, and I'm level, I'm grounded before I get there and know that you're not going to get an argument with her, blah, 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 blah. So I got to yeah. cut myself set before I got there, and it really helped me uh, know what energy was mine and what energy wasn't. Yeah. You know?
0: And, it, you know, that's so great. You're so great at, like, the perfect segues because my next point was choose your focus.
1: Choose your focus.
0: And you're absolutely right. That is a piece of your gear up, is deciding if I know this person is going to want to fight or they're going to want to talk about this or they're going to keep pushing me or they're going to ask me about this. What do I want to focus on? You know, what do I want to stay in alignment with like do i want to focus on peace you know that might be a perfect like blanket or kind of umbrella concept like today is going to be about peace everything i do is going to be about peace or everything i do is going to come from a place of love or i'm going to motivate myself from a place of kindness Today, everything I do today, I do with kindness, standing up for myself, boundaries, everything I do is from a place of kindness. So you can decide your theme, you know, like if you're going to a theme party and you need to create the theme for yourself, what's it going to be for this event? What would feel empowering to you?
1: I think a 70s would be empowering. Like a 70s theme? Yeah.
0: Like a disco theme would be really empowering. (laughs) So yeah, choose your focus, decide, because here's the other thing that I've noticed is When I am super stuck in my story about who my family is, what they want to talk about, it's really, really hard for me, particularly with my extended family that is extremely conservative. Mm. So I find myself going in ready to fight. Yeah. And that's why I have to really own myself. Because what happens then is if I'm going in looking for a fight, if I'm going in being already combative, my focus is not on love. Yeah, it's not on celebration that is a very
1: good point I love that point
0: it's not on connection Mm -hmm. it's not on genuinely wondering how my cousin is doing or what their baby is up to or hearing their news I'm all tense and freaked out and ready to be combative and that doesn't make for a fun fucking holiday does not and that is your choice you get to choose it
1: and not only that but you're not living your beliefs
0: that's exactly right? right That's exactly right. And if if we want, I have to really remember this, especially when it comes to religion and politics, if we want to be respected for how we believe, we absolutely have to respect other people. Mm -hmm. And that comes with grace and kindness. You can disagree all you want, but do it with grace and kindness. WGK. Yep. Some WGK right there for you. All right. (laughs) The... Let's see. I got all out of order because your segues were so perfect. Um, number. Senior
1: segue at your service. <laughs> what did you say? Senior segway at your service.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> now we're going to have characters. Uh, like Dirty Dan the Garbage Man.
1: 945. 945.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, please. No. please. Folks, real special
1: guest here this
0: morning, Dirty Dad the Garbage Man, Z105's newest DJ. <laughs> Dirty Dad. <laughs> um, all right. So number four is – and this is more for somewhat extreme circumstances is uh, boundaries. You know, like for instance, for me, my – I know very – a very clear-cut boundary that I will not participate in anything religious. So if I get invited to a church service or a church event or something like that, the intention when somebody asks me is not one of malice they're not being rude they're not being mean they're extending something to me that i take issue with but it's an invite it's a courtesy it's like when people get mad for saying happy holidays or merry christmas or what i'm like it's a glad fucking tiding.
1: it's a red fucking cup
0: it's a red fucking cup <laughs> nobody is saying like well, it's my religion to say, fuck you, you fucking asshole, and you need to just deal with it because that's my religion. It's a glad tidying. Merry Christmas is a glad tidying. Right. So if somebody is... Ex- it's like, have a good day. Right. It's fuck like, you. Fuck you. That's not my religion. <laughs> like, stupid. Calm down. Calm down. If right. we could just experience kindnesses from one another instead of being so hellbent on being offended by them. So true. We could be so much more peaceful. Mm-hmm. So... If, for instance, I get invited by my mom to your church, I always thank her. Like, thank you so much for thinking of me. Because I know that it comes from a place of love. And it's her specific belief structure, not mine. But I also don't operate from a place of guilt. So I'm not going to worry about the burden of my soul if she wants to carry that that's hers yeah but so the way in which i conduct myself is thank you so much for inviting me i so appreciate you thinking of me that actually makes me fairly uncomfortable to go to a church service so i'm going to uh, politely decline that's fair and that's it right like if you know very well i mean she's very clear that i don't want to go and you're still going to invite me i'm still going to decline and but I'm I'm going to do it in a way that I'm proud of myself. I'm not going to blame her and go. You know how I feel about this, and right. that's not my responsibility to cast blame. It's my responsibility to handle myself the way I, I wonder want.
1: What someone in that position would do if you asked them if they were wanted to go to a Wiccan festival, right? You know, like how would they respond? Winter solstice, right?
0: Um, and you could you could say that,
1: right? That that that's what I'm saying. Like
0: it's up to you. I've done that before too. It just really depends. It comes down to what will make you proud of yourself.
1: Absolutely. That's what all of this self-help shit's about, <laughs> to be honest. Like, that's, at the end of the day, that's what we're trying to do.
0: It's, it's called personal development for a reason because it's yeah, fucking personal. it's personal.
1: But it just seems like, you know, it just like I teach people how to have grace and kindness and ease and comfort in their bodies, you're trying to do that with their communications and with their mental health. Sure. That's exactly right. right. So it's it's all of it is about what feels right for you. Right. What would make you proud of yourself? Right, right. All of it. Anything. And taking you do. care of yourself. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's a tool you can carry with you wherever you go. Yeah. You know.
0: Absolutely. So, fourth thing is decide on any boundaries. Is there something like where the entire family always expects you to host at your house? Or you have always done the cooking, and it kills you every year. But it's how it's always been. You've never spoken up. You just allow everybody to just think you love doing it. Mm. Meanwhile, your partner gets an earful Modernism. because you're so pissed all the time, and you're stressed the fuck out, and you yell at your, you know, your husband or whatever. Yeah, that's on you, my friend.
1: Well, I think people like uh, teeter on the edge of going through all that. And feeling the uncomfortableness and the stress and having the result and the fulfillment of a good meal that everybody enjoys. Right. You know, like, but you have to know that that's a boundary. You set.
0: Well, you just have to decide. that you decided. You have to decide either I handle this stress differently. I'm going to approach stress differently. Or I'm going to relinquish whatever I get from this. Like if I get fulfillment from cooking all this food, that's actually not worth it to me. But if
1: you say it's not worth it, then you have to... Change something, right? Right, yeah, right. Absolutely. You got to pick some. Yeah. but uh,
0: clearly, whatever's going on right now is not fucking working. Set so
1: your boundaries. I like it.
0: So it might be similar for me, like no church type of things. It might be timing that you know that you're willing to spend two hours with your family, but that's it. It might be travel. <laughs> like I am not. We're just not in the position to travel for holiday. So whatever the boundary is, if it's really clear, s- set it, uphold it. And then the final piece, which is number five, is be prepared to follow through. Be prepared for actual consequences. Boundaries don't work unless you actually follow through on them. That's true. So you can't just say, I'm not going to cook. And then the night before, you're like, fine, I'll fucking do it. <laughs> that's, that's not an example of a boundary. Right. That's an example of teaching people how to treat you through what you tolerate. So you just accepted that treatment.
1: Very true. Boom. Boom.
0: So gear up. Know that you do not have to engage in conversations you don't want to, no matter what they're about. And you can do it with grace and kindness. You can choose your focus when you gear up and decide what you are going to have on your radar. It's like what dial you're tuned into on the radio. For sure. What do you want to be listening to? Mm -hmm. Looking at... What sort of boundaries need to be established? And then finally, what are the consequences or the repercussions in order for you to uphold those boundaries? So hope that that is a nice little like holiday survival guide for dealing with your family. What do (laughs) you think? No,
1: I think it's great. I love it.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just think most of our issues can be resolved by just saying them out loud. To the right person.
1: That's so true. Because we
0: say them out loud, but we say them to the wrong people.
1: Mm -hmm. We say them to
0: our coach or a therapist or a hairstylist or our spouse when we're pissed at our mom. Like, you know what I mean? Or our
1: sewing circles.
0: We tell the wrong people. Yeah. People who cannot do anything about it. Right. So really recognize what's your piece in the matter. And I really hope that this helps you. And we would love to hear from you, too, if you want to swing by – uh, this particular page and let us know if this was helpful for you or if you're gonna do anything differently, particularly for the holiday. And this um, also
1: might bring up another topic for somebody.
0: Yeah. That definitely. We, we
1: love new topics.
0: We love new topics. So while you're over there on the site, a couple of things you want to do. Make sure you get your free workbook on stand up for yourself without being a dick because that dick. has a, <laughs> without being a dick.
1: You gonna take that dick. You gonna take that dick with my dick
0: because that has a lot of additional exercises and worksheets and things like that that you can do to help you with these sorts of issues and you also if you have a a topic for us that you'd love for us to sound off on you can also click on the podcast and click on show topics submit a show topic and let us know what you want us to kind of go off about so i think that's everything anything else you want to add nope cool so hope you guys all have an amazing holiday season and we'll see you around these parts next week so here is to loving and living your most badass life
1: mr and mrs smith out